The sports world is exploding with advertising for crypto companies, stadiums changing their names, athletes coming out and endorsing everything and every company in crypto. And so today I thought we'd talk about uh, all of that and everything else relating to sports and crypto. So there's a lot to cover here today, Mike, and I thought I'd just give it to you and see uh, when you look across the sports landscape and the way crypto has, I don't know if you want to say invaded, uh, what sticks out to you the most? Honestly, like even beyond the naming rights that, you know, companies are getting into with stadiums and, you know, even the, um, sorry, the gaming, what's the gaming Jake, what's the gaming called? Those gamers. Esports? Yeah, esports. And uh, they're like naming deals with esports teams. But what's craziest to me are like the apparel deals. Um, like FTX has like the umpire patches. If you're watching the MLB playoffs last year, like seeing that on the actual apparel and like the Nets, I think, have a crypto.com patch now. That is more crazy yep. to me than the actual naming rights of the stadiums because those are like what gets bought, like the authentic gear. Like obviously not the umpires, but like any Nets uniform, I would assume, has a crypto.com patch now. And like kids growing up, they're always going to see that and know that that's on there. Whereas like, Jake, you were kind of talking about before we started, like, Name of the Staples Center, you know, the crypto.com arena or whatever it is. Like, nobody's going to call it that for the next five to 10 years, but it doesn't matter because that's still on every single ticket. It's still on every single, you know what I mean? Billboard. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. What do you think? Well, so you mentioned that uh, deal to rename Staples Center, which is where the Lakers and the Clippers play. It's been the Staples Center for years and since 1999. So people have an emotional attachment. You know, it, uh, it's where a lot of championships were won for the Lakers, uh, none for the Clippers. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I just want to get that dig in there. <laughs> um, and so, but at the end of the day, I don't think anyone cares about Staples, the company. I'm kind of surprised they're still in business, but uh Crypto.com paid $700 million for a 20-year naming rights deal. So I don't know what that contract actually looks like. Couldn't find details. But uh, I think you're going to be hearing Crypto.com Arena for a very long time. And and like you said, people fight it. They always do. I live in Milwaukee. We changed uh, Miller Park, where the Brewers play, the baseball team here. It went from Miller Park to American Family Field. And a lot of people got upset because Miller was a uh, homegrown Milwaukee company, the Brewers, Miller Park. It, it just kind of blended really well together, but eventually you just get used to it. It stops being a big deal. And so it's just crazy that $700 million, like these companies are so flush with cash right now. And all they want to do is just, they want to be the name you think of when you think of crypto. So I don't think we're far. I don't think we're anywhere near done. These massive naming rights deals, advertising, all the stuff we're talking about. No, I think we're. I think we're right at the beginning. And this is one quote that I did write down from uh, the Crypto.com CMO about the Lakers deal or the Staples X Staples Center deal. Is talking about the fans. They said he or she will call it whatever they want, and we'll be okay with that. It's part of a broader strategy of getting people to know who we are. And I'm happy for them to say the company that took over Staples Center because it's only about growth of the business. Like we're in the very, very beginning of 
exposure. I mean, that's basically what this all is about, right? They need a broader audience to bring everything in. And like, like we were talking about last week, that's obviously going to bring in more regulation laws and whatever else, but that's the, in my opinion, shitty side of it. This is more of the fun side where, you know, 20 years ago, we were dealing with the dot-com era and that's when all of these naming rights deals, basically all the naming rights deals are around 19 to 20 years. So, I mean, mm-hmm. around the turn of the century was when these were up for grabs. And I looked and there was like just three companies, like this company called CMGI, which is a tech company, was supposed to be the sponsor of Gillette Stadium where the Patriots play. But they had to scale back after their stock tanked and like had to back out of that. And then there's two other, you know, early stage tech companies that had NFL stadium rights deals that, you know, went down to the wayside because their money couldn't hold up over time, which is why I think, you know, these crypto deals are so interesting because as we've talked about before on this podcast, like the decentralized exchanges and even centralized exchanges are having record volume by like 800% year over year. And I mean, even if it goes down for a year or two, that's still going in the right direction. So I don't know, it's it's going to be crazy. Yeah, well, that that's a good point. Because right now, it's so early that yes, crypto.com finds itself so flush with cash, they can sign a deal like this. I don't know if it's paid, bought and paid for, or if they have a plan to pay, what, $35 million a year over 20 years, but um, they're on top right now, but five years from now, um, there's so much competition in this space of, uh, crypto exchanges that they might find themselves to only be like the fifth, sixth, seventh most used exchange. I, I mean, I can imagine a scenario where five years from now, um, and I'm not making a call. I, I'm not, I don't know enough to do that, but, uh, maybe crypto.com is just irrelevant in five years. And now you have right. a new advertising company stepping in and trying to be the face of, uh, of, uh, uh, crypto exchanges. So, um, yeah, yeah. These, this is the big name right now, but, uh, they, they want you to, it's a hell of a name to squat on crypto.com, but, um, right. For real though. And that's, uh, like, I don't know, like I, it's basically just crypto.com and FTX right now. I did see on a couple of, uh, other ones, like I think Tezos has something in the Met stadium where they paid for like a little portion of the scoreboard underneath. Like I said, the Nets have that patch, but like what mm-hmm. cracked me up is I remember the first time I really remember hearing Bitcoin and sports was that Russell Okung, who plays for the Seahawks, who said that or he used to play for the Seahawks. I think he's on the Chargers now, um, but he said that the NFL was paying him in Bitcoin. Remember, like two or three years ago, he had that tweet. He said, pay me in Bitcoin. And mm-hmm. then last December, he said, paid in Bitcoin. And what cracked me up is the NFL, there's actually a statement. I'm, I might send it to you so we can add it in here because it's so funny. But the NFL literally released a statement. And they said the league pays its players in U.S. dollars exclusively. And Russell like couldn't have been further from the truth by saying right. he's getting paid in Bitcoin, which just cracks me up because now it's like, oh, give, give us that crypto money. We need it. You know, we need marketing. We need money for all the apparel. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, no, you, up, like all these big companies are going to cave at some point. Like these big, you know what I mean? And as soon as they do, that's going to be the floodgates yeah. opening and they're going to be what do too you mean, late. What do you mean companies will cave? You mean, do you think companies will have to pay their employees in Bitcoin? I don't mean, I don't, 
necessarily mean that. I just mean they're going to have to be more open to these conversations instead of just being like, these are the rules. Like, we're not listening to what, you know, our people want. Because, I, I mean, that's how mass change happens, right? Enough people get pissed off to force it. Well, yes. I mean, in theory, here's here's my angle. My My thinking is that if you're Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, the last thing you want to do is take on a debt which is essentially what a player salary is to him. The last thing you want to do is take on a debt in an asset right now that appears to do nothing but going up. Um, I Right now at $50,000 for a single Bitcoin, um, paying a $25 million salary, uh, if I have my math right, is 500 Bitcoin. But could, could you imagine trying to take on, yeah, I'll pay you 500 Bitcoin uh, next year. Uh, I don't think anyone would want to roll those dice. I think, I think the reason you're seeing a lot of these players that are more than happy to get paid is because they believe that, yeah, hell yeah, pay me, agree to pay me something that's only going to go up from here. But um, to your point, the reason that no one's actually getting paid in Bitcoin yet is because they're under collective bargaining. So there's existing rules. But I just have a hard time imagining any employer trying to take on an obligation that they think will only become more costly by the day. Okay. Swap, swap out Bitcoin with like tether, like UST or something like that, because obviously like having enough Bitcoin to pay these million dollar contracts, to these NFL, like say, you know, different world, NFL, MLB, NBA, all of the players get paid in Bitcoin. I'm not sure there's enough Bitcoin to make that work because there's a lot locked up in cold. You know what I mean? Like, it's only getting more scarce by the day. So let's use like Tether. Could you see, you know, the NBA come out and be like, um, well, I mean, they're not going to do that, though, until the U.S. dollar destabilizes to the point where. So, yeah, I guess we're. we're well, no, no, I mean, because right? now we're having it's a totally a stable coin. Very, very different uh, conversation, because. If, if you especially if you have a stable coin that's trying to maintain a one to one peg for the U.S. dollar. Uh, especially right. considering the fact that we have a central bank and, and the Fed trying to issue their own cryptocurrency, their own central bank digital coin of sorts. Um, sure, that is a pathway I see as more likely. Um, I don't. I'm not going to get too much in trying to predict the future here. I, my my guess is as good as anyone's. But um, right. you put a gun to anyone's head, I think they'd rather take out a debt obligation in uh, stable coin rather than than Bitcoin. At least that's my read on it. More volatile asset. Yeah, no, I would agree 100%. But yeah, I mean, because Russell Okung is not alone. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, uh, I think Aaron Jones on the Packers. A lot of athletes have claimed uh, that they get paid in Bitcoin, but that's not the case yet. They just transfer some of their salary. They get into Bitcoin, which is just an investment. Um, But it's just part of this larger push for awareness that you're seeing just across the board. And I think what's next is the Super Bowl. And I think you're about to see, if you watch the Super Bowl, and if you're annoyed with the crypto ads, or maybe if you love the crypto ads, I don't like them. I think they're kind of lame just because they're boring. <laughs> hell. They seem like E-Trade ads, but not, not even the baby. Remember when the baby was on those E-Trade ads and those were funny as hell? Yeah, so I feel like the companies they go they get like the first little bit are like bad commercials, and then they get that good marketing, and they got like five years of good ones, and they become household names because that's exactly the baby. I remember the baby. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I'm waiting for these. They have so much money. It's just high. throw it at one of these ad firms. I love the, uh, I think it's progressive or whatever that has like, don't become your parents or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so far the ads aren't great. I'm hoping for maybe better crypto or at least entertaining crypto ads over the Super Bowl. Um, that kind of, the- that kind of leads in. This is the one last thing. So basically the people at FTX and crypto.com, you just said like, that's a, the best use of their money. Um, they decided that, you know, sports naming rights are the best use of their money for their marketing spending right now, because that's basically the first thing you need to lock up. You know what I mean? If you can lock that up for 20 years, you can work on a lot more short to midterm things because you've got your long term locked in. So that actually makes a lot of sense pulling that all together. Oh, yeah. The average age of, I think, the average crypto investor, uh, I'm kind of doing guesswork here, but it's clearly young people in their 20s, 30s that are predominantly absolutely like working in the space, but even investing as well. Whereas the average sports fan tuning into a Sunday football game closer to their uh, 40s. So this is definitely a move to use all this money to bring in people who aren't uh, early adopters and to grow the market. And um, it's, uh, I, I, I don't know, maybe it'll work. I think if you want to, it's pretty easy now to set up an account. I think it's akin to an E-Trade account. Just log in, connect your bank account, and you're you're flying. So some of these centralized exchanges might uh, might get some traction with some of these different markets, different customer markets. But I don't know. We'll, we'll see if it pays off. But when you have this much money, what else are you going to do with it? Exactly. Might as well spend it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, nice. Anything. Anything else you're you're looking forward to or crypto? Um, no, not really. The Bears won for the first time in what seems like three years, so I'm got a good start to my week. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> Are they out of the playoffs? Shit. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched a game in a month and a half, man. I'm I'm all I'm done until Nagy's out. But that's yeah. a conversation for another day. Yeah, another day. Maybe another podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, great. Well, hey, I appreciate appreciate you jumping on, Mike. Oh, yeah. It was fun to talk about. So, um, yeah, all set. Well, we'll be back tomorrow for another daily uh, Daybreak Crypto episode. Sure will. See you then. All right. See you, bud.